Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRN AM, Thursday, August 17th, 2023. And our top story today, exploring human aging through elephant research. And joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Daniela Shusid is with the Indiana University School of Public Health in Bloomington. Daniela, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us in the program this morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of the research that you're doing. And look, I, I don't know what I, I, you know, we were kind of joking beforehand talking about Horton Hatch's a, a who I think it was with Dr. Seuss. But you're doing some very interesting research on elephants and relating it back to human aging. First, what's the connection between elephants and humans? Are we, are we really that similar when it comes to aging? Yeah, great question. Um, So the short answer is we're still figuring that out. Uh, But what happened was I have a background in elephant physiology and I was studying elephants, but I was in a department that focused on human research. And so I was exposed to everything that was going on with humans, yet I'm also exposed to what's going on with elephants. And over time, I started seeing a lot of similarities between the two. And that's kind of what led me down this path of, is there something that we can learn from elephants that could help us as people in aging. And a lot of that is because of some shared key characteristics. So elephants are the second longest living terrestrial mammal just behind people. They're capable of living into their seventh decade. And you don't see that type of uh, lifespan in a lot of other species in the wild. And so that was like the the first kind of light bulb, but then also our importance on family and social bonds and cognition, memory, um, but the, there's a really interesting aspect to it is that both elephants and people kind of reached the same destination, but they took a very different path to get there. We've diverged 80 to 100 million years ago, humans and elephants. And so the idea is what did elephants evolve that we humans or other non-human primates may have evolved that could kind of be a success trick and if we identify that, can that help us? So just a, a different, different path, I guess you could say. Yeah, and I, and I like that you bring in the the human or the evolutionary part because I think we all evolved, all of us on this planet, animal, mammal, non-mammal, all evolved from little cells. So we, we as you said, it's we're all kind of mutations of each other. Um, and and from what you're describing, it seems like elephants are very similar to humans in that they're. And I was talking to my wife about this. She was. She is um, not in your business, not in my business, but she was very interested in the fact said that elephants are very social creatures. They have a hierarchy. They, 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 they um, mourn when an elephant passes away. Yeah. So in terms of social structure, it's a bit different for the males and the females, but your family, it's a tight knit group and it's made up of all adult related females. So mom, grandma, aunts and then their immature offspring. And then when males start hitting puberty, they slowly over time, it's not like you flip a switch and then they just leave, but over time they move further and further to the periphery of the family unit. And then they ultimately leave. And then they form loose bachelor herds. 
Um, and so they have their own social network and they learn what it means to be a male elephant while the females stay typically for their lifespan with uh, their family herd. And it's super important, those bonds there. Um, and like you said, yeah, there is evidence that, uh, that elephants do engage in behaviors that are similar to mourning or what we might interpret as mourning. Uh, elephants also display things like post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, and so you see a lot of that uh, similarity between the species. And how do they treat their aging population? You know, here, at least here in the United States, and maybe it's different culturally in other parts of the world, but um, it used to be in this country that our parents and grandparents would live with us and it would be a very large household, right? I mean, you, you had your grandparents and your parents and people stayed together. Not so much anymore. Do the, in the elephant structure, just thinking uh, sociologically, do they, um, do they stick, uh -huh. stick together? Yeah, not a lot of nursing homes in the elephant world. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, actually the matriarch, the leader of the family is typically the oldest individual and that's because she accumulates all this knowledge over her lifespan and she retains it and she is the primary go-to individual in order to ensure survival and successful reproduction for that family. So there are a lot of importance is placed on that and she typically stays embedded within her family right up until death. Yeah. Well, Danielle, I want to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about elephant cognition, what we can learn from that and a lot more. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses, I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Well, Daniela, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this morning. Thank you. I'm having so much fun. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And, and you know, I didn't think on this program that we would get into wildlife, but there is a lot to learn candidly from, in all seriousness, from 
other uh, mammals and species on the planet, uh, which is why it's important to, to maintain the species on the planet. But that's a whole nother show. All right, let's, let's talk about, when you look at an elephant, do they, as they age, can you tell an older elephant from a younger elephant? Do they, do they get gray hair? Do they lose their hair? Like, ah. some, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's some species differences. So if you're talking about Asian elephants, uh, they start getting some depigmentation, particularly on their ears and on their trunk. So if you go and you see an, at the zoo, or if you're in Thailand or India, and you see some Asian elephants, older elephants, instead of being, let's say, all gray, will start having like pink and they're like dots and things like that. And that happens with age. You don't see that with African elephants, but you do see differences in yeah, morphological features as they get older. Um, so males, they kind of get a very defined hourglass feature to their, to their head. Um, and females also, there's just a look about them that you're like, oh yeah, she's, she's an older lady. Um, but no gray hairs that I'm aware of. Okay. And, and let's talk about, you know, the old joke is that the elephants have amazing memories. And I don't know yeah. if, that's, if that's true or a myth, but let's talk about the cognitive function. Is there any evidence whatsoever that elephants are main, able to maintain their memory, their knowledge? Um, do they go through a cognitive decline like, like humans, like potentially we do with dementia, Alzheimer's and other diseases? Oh, I'm so glad you brought up this question. Uh, so absolutely, everyone always talks about elephant's memory and an elephant never forgets. And that's uh, based on truth, absolutely. Elephants have amazing temporal and spatial memory. Um, but for as much as we talk about their amazing memory, we actually have very little evidence and research going into cognitive function with age. And that is an area that my research is going in. So right now we'll do actually answer, do elephants develop Alzheimer's disease and have cognitive decline with age? Um, Cause I think that's a really interesting question. Anecdotally, it doesn't appear that there is uh, pathologies, observed pathologies in terms of behavioral that we could see um, that is related to cognitive decline, but we don't actually know. And so that's something I'm really interested in answering uh, because if that's the case, again, is here's a potential success story. Elephants living the similar ages that we are capable of living, not going to the doctor, right? They're not getting any medicines. So what is it that they evolve? What protective mechanisms did they potentially evolve that we can then learn and potentially then use for humans? Yeah, so I and, think there's and, a lot of, a lot of um, possibilities in that realm. Yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, what the elephants eat, how they exercise, all the things that a lot of us maybe don't do. Let's talk about the next, uh, kind of wrap it up. Let's talk about the next steps on the research. So, I mean, where do you kind of see this going in terms of, uh, you know, next steps, testing? Uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do you take the research and put it into something that is mappable to human beings? Yeah, so one is in that space with cognitive decline. So I actually, um, I have a request to when an elephant passes away in the zoo, when they're seeing, doing a necropsy, seeing what happened, they collect brain tissue for us. And that is to start looking and seeing, are we seeing these pathologies that we would see in a human with Alzheimer's? Uh, we're also going to implement different behavioral tasks. So episodic and spatial memory tasks, see how memory might change with age. 
um, and start looking at different gene expression. And so something really cool about elephants that we didn't really get into is they have approximately 20 copies of this gene called TP53. But then in comparison, most other mammals, including humans, only have one copy. And this gene colloquially is called the guardian of the genome. And that's because if there's DNA damage, then that gene <clears throat> codes for a protein that is responsible for sensing that DNA damage and either deciding, can we fix this or do we have to kill the cell? Because elephants have more copies, they're more sensitive to DNA damage and they'll kill a cell uh, much faster due to the DNA damage. And so actually elephants develop cancer at much lower rates than you would expect for their lifespan and their body size. That gene is also associated with Alzheimer's disease. It's involved with cellular senescence, cellular aging. And so that's something we're investigating with age is there going to be gene uh, expression with uh, DNA damage and inflammation that's increased with age or not. Um, and then in a completely separate lane, um, but related to aging, I have a, a project in Zambia looking at the impacts of early life trauma on the on the pace of aging and health using orphan elephants compared to wild elephants. And so that's just another area of the research that we're continuing to move forward, looking at the importance of social bonds and looking at their pace of aging, things like that. Yeah, well, Danielle, it's, it's great research. And look, uh, if people are going to the plains of Africa, to Asia, and you see these creatures, I mean, it's just, they're just, you have a new, new uh, appreciation for these animals. They're, they're absolutely amazing. Danielle, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too, because it's, it's relating to our ancestral cousins and, and we're going to learn a lot from them. So Danielle, we're going to have to leave it there. Great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Love to. Thanks for having me. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more, all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, visit our website. We're back again tomorrow for another great edition of BRNAM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.